Welcome to Outside In, an interview series brought to you in collaboration with First Windows and Doors. I'm Alice Lines, editor of Homestyle magazine, and today we're visiting an inner-city Auckland home designed by Dorrington Aitchison Architects. I'm here with director Tim Dorrington to find out more about the project. So, Tim, today we're here at your Fife Street project in central Auckland. Um, can you give us a bit of background about the project? Sure. Um, so this is Ginny and Dave's house, um, and they wanted to basically build a family home. So they wanted to build a suburban family home for um, for themselves for the foreseeable future and their two kids. Um, so I've known Ginny and Dave for quite some time. Uh, we worked on their previous project, and uh, yeah, so they brought us around to have a look at the place, the property, and uh, we started talking about what they needed to do to create their dream as such. Um, yeah, and then got into it. And so, basically, it's a family home designed for them and their two children. Yes. Um, and you're working with a you know quite an urban, well, it's urban suburban site here. Yes. Um, what were some of the other factors that? were important at the beginning of the project? Well, we've got we've got some quite close neighbours, so we needed to be quite careful of not um, losing any uh, sort of privacy between, you know, us to them and them to us as well. We've got a front door right opposite the courtyard there and a new house getting built next door as well, which is quite close to ours. So, yeah, a lot of consideration given into terms of what the openings were on the boundary sides um, so that, you know, you didn't, didn't feel like you were sitting in each other's laps as such and try and get some feeling of space between the between the yeah, various sure. properties. But you've also got this really sort of fantastic view as yeah. well. Yeah, well, that was the track. So trying to open up to that without sort of uh, opening up to all the neighbours. So, yeah, it's got a, a hole in the middle of the plan, which is the courtyard, and then it really opens out on the park side and completely slams the door, really, on the, on the street on the side. On the street, yeah. 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 So... You know, from the street, the facade has a kind of anonymity, mm. and um, well, I guess as you say, you sort of that was a plan, part of the plan, turning you back on the street view. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't a way. I mean, no, no, not sort of uh, to not be neighbourly as such, but there's just no, there's no particular view out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dave, the client, had a. Uh, we started talking about different forms and different philosophies, I guess, or um, comparables we could have, and we came up with this idea of the stealth fighter, so we sort of are a stealth bomber, so uh, we're trying to sort of almost be a bit secretive, and um, you're not meant to really, you know, you want to sort of try and create a bit of surprise as you Mm -hmm. come through the house as well, so you can't see anything from the front door, and then suddenly you're in the front door, and suddenly, you know, you can see the courtyard, and then you walk down the hallway, and suddenly the view starts opening out, and the ceiling gets a bit higher, and um, yeah, so it's kind of a little bit of a journey through. Yeah, because from the street here, you wouldn't really know you've got this sort of. Well, you can't really even tell that it's a hillside property. Yeah, true. With this park view, really, can you? No, no. I mean, it's lucky they sort of open down through reserve and mm. then to the park. So mm. it's uh, yeah, you have no idea. You mm. think it's just another street. And there is quite the sort of heritage villa bungalow vernacular in the neighbourhood. Is that something that you respond to in the design? We played with it. We sort of did a version. You know, it's a, it is a tin roof, like a normal corrugate roof, and it is pitched and it has got 
weatherboards. It's just that they're clear finish cedar vertical ones instead of painted horizontal yeah, ones. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, we sort of played with some of the ideas of of um, more traditional build. Yeah. And as you say, you've got this journey from the front door, you know, coming in from the the street. It takes you down past a courtyard and into an open plan living area. Um, and then downstairs, the children's space as well. Yes, yes. So that was quite important uh, with the family home, uh, having kids of similar age ourselves, um, understand the and appreciate the idea of separation between sure. <laughs> where, where the kids are and maybe where their lounges and their bathroom is compared to where uh, mine is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're downstairs, pretty self-contained, really. They've got their own rumpus opening onto the backyard where the pool is and basketball hoop and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then almost sort of pseudo-intentionally, the main bedroom is at the sort of the absolute furthest possible point from that. <laughs> and um, so you've got this quite lovely connection here between indoors and out. Um, and the, so the joinery, that sort of played a strong part in the, the sort of floor plan and design. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, how we look at windows is that they are either holes in walls or they're an absence of wall. And we've really tried to work with the idea of them being an absence of wall here. So once the doors are slid open, the deck becomes part of the kitchen area or the courtyard becomes part of the dining room or the bedroom. And yeah, so you can really open up that barrier as such between inside and out. Mm. Um, so very few windows in here would be holes and walls as such they're all about um trying to give you an experience different than what a wall would yeah um, and the facility to be able to open up and and interact between inside and out so on both sides of the kitchen and living you've used the large apl architectural series stacking sliding doors yes yep you know what intention is there around the you know times of day that these spaces are used well, I guess that's that's a good point. I mean, we've got um, the courtyard sort of faces um, north, so that's getting pretty good sun throughout, but also it's getting the western sun, whereas the sliders out to the deck where the pool is is facing more east, so that's more sort of midday to um, morning sort of thing, except for in summer, in yes. which case when you want the shade, so yeah. you're sitting out there. Um, but what we often do is we'll... Well, it's sort of a bit of a horses for courses thing. So we've got the architectural sliders, but then, um, you know, we also have some metro suite and we also have some residential suite. And we find that they can work quite well together. Yes. Um, and, you know, so we, we select the suite that suits the particular opening that we're trying to achieve. Yeah. And, you know, with this concept of there being like the journey from entry, you know, you've perhaps paid more attention to the hallway than um, is often considered in some projects. Yes. Um, can you tell us about some of the decisions there around the material palette and joinery? Yeah, absolutely. So there's some spaces we had to fit in. The site is what the site is and the, uh, and the size and the proportions and stuff. So we needed to get some functionality in there. But equally, we wanted it to be something more than just a connection between one end and the other. So it wanted to be a space with its own characteristics and um, and feeling sort of thing. So high-level northern clerestory windows that can open up on we electric openers to get really nice light coming through. I guess in a way we kind of treated it a bit more like a gallery yeah. type idea. Mm -hmm. um, and 
just a couple of little tweaks on materials. There's no skirtings and jib board or anything, so not what you might expect in a hallway. It's all, you know, vertical groove linings, one side painted black, one side painted white. Yeah, just to try and elevate the mundane a little bit. Yeah. Oh, well, I love that repetition from the cedar outside to that vertical linings in the interior. Yeah. You've had a bit of fun with the material palette here, it sort of seems. Yes, yes, no, thank you. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's nice to have that connection between in and out and yeah you're right I mean you see the vertical sort of joining and striping on the lining immediate you know right adjacent to where the vertical cedar is and yeah it's a nice connection it seems restful and intentional yeah. And then surrounding the room there's also the bagged brick on the um, north elevation yep on the north end it's a there's a low level one on the south as well so I guess that's a bit of a play as well a little bit traditional material um, we definitely wanted solid because you have a, you're about two metres away from the neighbouring house. Yeah, sure. Um, but also limiting the height by getting those vertical, I mean, the horizontal um, slot windows above it to get the feeling of light and space. Um, but they're only like 600 high windows, but because they're full length, it feels like there's no wall almost. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's a three-quarter height wall. And I just love the texture of bagged and painted brick as well. Yeah, it works really nicely with that textural element. What sort of, what inspiration do you draw on to come up with your material palettes? At the start, it's really about what's solid and what's light. So um, at the start and initial concept sketches, it was just that this wall needs to be solid. It's Mm. a solid mass element, be it brick or concrete or earth or anything. It's just a big solid one. Um, Whereas the timber walls that are going to have you know, uh, windows and stuff like that, and then they're going to be a lighter wall. They're, yeah. they're touching the ground. They're sort of coming down from the sky and landing on the floor, whereas the mass elements are coming from the ground up to the roof sort of thing. <laughs> so that's the first part. And then, I don't know, you have um, you have favourites at the time or you see something that you really like that you want to, uh, you know, that you're influenced by. Um, in this particular one, we liked the the feeling of brick and um, the connection of brick in the neighbourhood as well. There is a fair bit of brick around. Um, So it felt right. It Mm -hmm. just felt right. It's often a feeling thing. Yes. (laughs) And and then I guess it's quite interesting in the kitchen is this all black. Um, Yeah, so that's that's part of the wedge, the black wedge of the hallway that's got the... Uh, the guest bedroom and the laundry and stuff in it. So the idea is that there's one roof that runs over the whole thing and this black wedge sits under, this sort of wedgy box thing sits underneath that roof. Um, so the kitchen had to be black because it was the sort of the fourth the wall. The end of the, yeah. yes. Um, and yeah, no, got some nice materials put through there with, um, but everything is toned to black and charcoal. Mm. But I like that you get that variety with the textures. You know, you've got the tile happening and the Decton and the, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a thing. I, I got taught many years ago about white and, you know, you see white a lot and playing with textures of, um, you know, white on white and, you know, stripy white or plastered white or painted white. And um, so kind, same kind of thing really with the kitchen with black stone and black Decton and uh, black, black ply. Um, and then, you know, the black-painted grooved lining around it. Mm. It's interesting because some people sometimes people are sort of fearful that black is going to mean that a space feels dark. Yeah. But it doesn't really at all. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's a, we, the clients were very amenable to the idea of it. It is a hard one to get over the line, mm. a black kitchen. 
Um, but with the natural timber and with the abundance of light around as well, it, it doesn't feel dark and mm. it's sort of, um, you know, it feels quite nice and sophisticated and quite stealth and, you know, nice. Works with the stealth breath. It does, yeah, <laughs> it does, yeah. And what it really does here too, I guess it makes that nice sort of connection, um, you know, with the other joiner and things in the space too, where you've used the... Um, you know, the black surrounds of the metal is kind of a feature. Yeah, no, that was our trim of choice. So we've got the black joinery, the black uh, three mil jam liners as such, the black block with the black kitchen, the black um, verticals in the in the in the stair. So yeah, we chose that as our toning yeah. for the whole project. Really, there, there's not a lot else um, of any trims of any other colour anywhere. They're all black. Really. Mm. And that sort of special feature that you've created bespoke with the. Um, the steel the linings. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was something. It was a bit of a punt. Mm. Haven't done it before, um, but it's such a big part of this build and project is where the windows and doors are and how they relate to the linings because it's not jibboard anywhere. There's not. It, it felt wrong to have you know architraves or rebated sure. linings as you normally would. Mm. Um, and we've got a lot of windows, so, you know, we needed to come up with something. So, yeah, so it was a bit of a punt. We just thought we'd have a play with the idea of, yeah, so it's three mil aluminium sheet that's been powder-coated, um, cut to size, powder-coated, mm. and individually fixed by the builder painstakingly over <laughs> about a month it took to put them all up. Um, but well, no, I think it was really worth nice. it, especially oh, in that, you know, area surrounding, you know, the, the, the garden and the courtyard, which you get this view. Yeah, you get a nice knife edge of it there, yeah. right? Yeah, because you've got a bit of a weird angle. Um, and then, yeah, the, the jam line is meeting at the top and bottom, sort of on a bit of a point. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's neat. So in the main bedroom there, you've also created a little, well... Tiny courtyard. Yeah, we Co- folly. Internal garden. Yeah, folly. <laughs> yeah, it's a little one metre by one metre garden. It's the smallest courtyard in the world. Um, it was kind of a play on trying to, it was looking at some different ways of getting some light into the ensuite, but connection between the bedroom and the ensuite. And to be honest, it was just a bit of fun as well. It's a, um, we like the idea of almost having a small garden in the middle of the room. Yeah. Um, and also the idea of when it was raining, you actually, you know, you could it's sort of like a little rain garden. Um, but yeah, it was a little folly, but it's uh, yeah, it's one of my favourite wee bits. Yeah, it's neat. I mean, especially and also when you are making that connection between an ensuite and a bedroom, there it works really nicely as well. Yeah, well, it elevates it a bit, right? Mm. It's um, it could have just been a wall with a door, but instead, it's um, you know, it's changed that whole connection of you know the bedroom to the ensuite there. And, you know, it's a private area anyway, so mm. it's not like there's any anyone walking past or anything. And um, so, you know, revisiting today, what are you most pleased with from the project? Um, I really like how it works and I really like how much the clients like it. Those are the two best bits, really. It seems to, they love it and... Um, it's uh i i really like being here it's it feels nice it's quite hard to describe um how the spaces all flow and sort of um you know how it works but it just i just i like the feeling of being in here um well, it feels like really natural transitions and connections between spaces yeah i guess it i mean it's sort of like a a, a process a process of different spaces linked together almost Mm -hmm. and um you know into out dining to lounge to kitchen to you know there's no walls between any of this space really from the front door to the to the swimming pool you know it's uh, it kind of all just flows through 
But um, at the same time, each space has its own little atten- intentional moment, you know, rather than being just one big yeah. volume. Well, I guess no spa- every space needs a back to it, you know. You yes. need a back so you can sort of focus out. So, yeah, it's trying to get those different um, lines and views of focus. Um, being multi-directional, working from a single space, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, but no, I love it. It's um, it's it's uh, it's worked out well. Thanks for tuning in. You can find out more about this home and all the previous projects featured in the series over at firstwindows.co.nz.